ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. I'm your host, Janice Porter, and this week I'm as usual, excited about my guest. We have with us this t- this week, she- Chella Diaz. And Chella and I have connected over the past several months through being involved with the same networking organization. And to say that Chella is a master networker and connector is an understatement, I have to tell you. So first of all, welcome Chella to the uh, podcast. I am so delighted to be here. And you're right. We've known each other and we've crossed paths and we've had conversations. So I'm delighted to be here. You know, when I come to think of it, you were introduced to me by somebody who is um, also a podcaster and in Send Out Cards. And you introduced me. You're the person that introduced me to the entire virtual team um, network actually and so I should be very grateful because it's been a great piece to my life I met some many many uh great people well and then and then I take that and I receive that but then you made an introduction to a lady where she had me on her podcast and we've t- stayed in touch oh and fantastic. yeah yeah you know I mean it's just one of those connections we're think we may do something down the line, but it was just a phenomenal connection and being part and being on her podcast. So that was pretty awesome. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell my audience a little bit about you. Um, and what I love is, is the very beginning. Chella knew at a very young age how to manage money. At nine years old, she would go to the farmer's market and she knew the vendors that had the best product produce at the lowest price. She purchased purchased her car at 17 and her first home at 23. That's pretty good for a woman in, in our day and age, our um, age brackets. That's amazing. Cella was married for 17 years and she has two wonderful sons. For over 15 years, she has been on, an, uh, on a spiritual journey and I identify with that. And I think that's really, but you more so than I have. I always say I have my mom on my shoulder because my mom was on a spiritual journey through most of the second part of her life she's left us 16 years ago what's the date today two days ago 16 years ago yeah but she was honest and so i'm always finding that she's on my shoulder she's always there with me chella has been hosting workshops to empower people to master their money skills her simple approach to creating a spending plan that will serve you today and for many years to come will allow you to reach your financial goals with joy and grace And Chella has worked with many coaches and mentors and created a program that meets each client where they are and provides them with the tools they need to unpack their emotional baggage around money. And I've had lots of baggage around money. So let's start there and and just ask if I could ask you, when you're for, because I know you must be very intuitive as you, um, work that way I think and so when you're working with someone or just getting to know someone who may be looking at working with you maybe you haven't dug deep yet 
Can you tell, can you tell if someone is struggling with those kinds of things? <laughs> That's a good question. And I got to tell you not to speak, not to spook everybody, <laughs> but I'm actually able to see, hear and feel. So I can read a post. I can hear somebody when we're on networking events. I can hear and based on what they say and what they say, I can feel the energy behind that. And I'm going to give you a tip people like that. So get, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to give you a tip. So let's say that we're, you know, just having a conversation, masterminding, you know, whatever. We're just in one of those groups and somebody says, you know, they're, they're wanting to purchase a $25,000 coaching program, for instance. Mm -hmm. If they say that's a lot of money. Yes. And I'm not judging, right? No, 25,000. Yeah. But when they say there's a lot of money, but it's, it feels heavy when they say there's a lot of money. Yes. Right. So I know that they have some money hangups. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. right? so, yeah. Yeah. Right. Or when they talk about, you know, it's so expensive to live in a particular area. Mm -hmm. Well, expensive compared to what? Yeah. Right. That's their view. Right. So I can always tell. Um, and just because I'm able to tell that doesn't mean that that person is ready to take it to the next level. Right. Mm -hmm. So I want to leave your audience, your listeners with, yeah, now that we know. So the first step is identify. How do you talk about money? Because this is all about relationship. What is your relationship with money? Mm -hmm. Right? And make a list. And mm -hmm. this is every single one of my clients that has done this. Keep track of how you are talking about money for about 24 hours, like one day, whenever you're awake, you know what I mean? Just catch yourself when you're talking about money. And what are you saying? Mm -hmm. Because the minute you become aware of what you're and how you're talking to money, if you're saying, you know, I don't have enough, this is going to cost a lot. The minute you become aware of that, these are all beliefs that were gifted to you. And this is key because the get, you know what I mean? And, and some of these beliefs, I'll talk about myself. My dad was a baker. So he always said that you have to work hard for your money, which in his case, it was right. Mm -hmm. Baking, although he loved it, <clears throat> um, he's actually doing something much harder right now. Uh, he wanted to own a farm. My dad wanted to own a farm, right? He wanted to work a farm and that's his dream. And that's what he's doing. Right. So he's living, but w when you come from, you have to work hard for your money. Yeah. And for him, it was true. Yes. And so that's a belief that he gifted me. So for me to go out and make a living in by speaking or writing a book, which is really very easy. Right. So I had to, I had to really go, to therapy, if you we call it, I yeah. reached out to all my healing gurus and I said, and we worked it out, right? Because I knew that there was something that I I had that I needed to let go. Okay, so, can we can we stop there for a second? Absolutely. And then come back to your other <laughs> things because I totally identify with what you said, and I have two things that go on in my mind. One of them is um, the. And I love the way you phrase it, because even that is different to say that your father gifted you with that, because I say, you know, perhaps my father burdened me with it in a, in a way. So I, I'm going to change that thinking. So to say, you know, um, the the um, belief that your father left um, gifted you with and then to have to go through so much angst and frustration and work it through, which I've done a little bit of work on myself with my money issues. And then to have another thing that is in my head that um, the founder of 
send out cards um, has said, and I've heard for years, is um, the stories in your mind become the stories of your life. So switch the story. Well, that sounds easy. But when, you, when it comes to those things that are so ingrained since you were a child, is it that easy? It is that easy. Okay. It absolutely is that easy. And that's why this keeping track. Yeah, I love that. One day, keeping track of one day, just noticing what comes up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like for me, right? It's hard, you have to work hard for your money, yes. right? We can't afford it. Yes. And, you know, looking back, I had a good life. But also for me, I, money just made sense very early on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when, so when it's, when I came when I finally, this is, you know, after 15 years, it just money made sense. But for, so if you keep track, let's mm-hmm. really, really make this. If you keep track and you find yourself saying it's too expensive, it costs yeah. too much, whatever, simply identify where that came from. Go back to the original source whether it's a situation whether it's a peer Mm because sometimes it's not the adults right sometimes you know whoever gifted that to you in becoming a knowledge you're connecting the dots from what you're saying now to where what when it was born when the seed was planted and then you write out a letter compassion forgiveness right and i know you know it sounds a little bit out there but I'm, i'm telling you Every single person that has done this, it has made a shift. So that's step one. You write a letter to do, to do that. And this is key. And this is something I have to give full credit. Uh, one of my mentors, one of my coaching programs, uh, Jim Fortin, is you're the thinker of your thoughts. I now choose to move my attention to. Right? Because you are. Mm-hmm. And this thing is so powerful. This is how I gave was able to, in three days, give up a 25-year um, addiction to Diet Coke. Wow. Wow. And I also did it with several other things, but my big test was Diet Coke, right? Because it, So I was able to do it, right? It's like Diet Coke is a thing of the past. And you talk to yourself. I know it sounds silly. I probably wouldn't do it in public. Um, but you know, <laughs> I, I now choose to turn my attention to. It's like making up the new story. Correct. And that's all you're doing. You're making up the story. Diet Coke is a thing of the past. These money behaviors. This money, and that's why I say gift. Because now is your time to give it back. I now choose and let go of this belief or whatever. And I choose to move my attention to. Now, at the beginning, I've been doing this, this particular method. I've been doing this for over, for over a year now. So I've given up a lot of things with it. A lot. more. We don't have time for the list of things that I was able to shift, right? But once you're able to do that, then you can choose to come up with a different story. It's not that we're not going to go back, but also letting go of the blame right? Knowing that everybody's on the journey Mm -hmm. and whatever the adults, whatever the peers were, they did the best that you could. Once you take the shame and the blame out of the equation, and that's where letters come in very, very handy. Yeah. Right. Because you just put it in writing. But if you keep track, again, one day, keep track of what you're talking about, what you're saying to yourself, and then shift it. I now choose to move my attention to there's going to be times where you need to change rooms. Like let's say that you're in the office, whatever you're doing, change rooms, right? Because when you change your environment, mm-hmm. I've used uh, jumping jacks. I've used screaming in the bathroom, whatever it takes for you to shift. Okay. It has to be immediate. 
but it's so incredibly powerful. And um, it works every single time because you, like you said, you're telling the different story. You're rewiring your brain to take in a new story, a new possibility, and you're in control. So you have to do it um, uh, consciously and you have to do it uh, consistently for a short period of time, it sounds like. Three days. You, you do. I wouldn't say short period of time because I'm still doing it, you know, 10 years later. Uh-huh. It, the things just change. You know what I mean? Like certain things, you, you, you have the foundation and you're able to go. And, but still, as you're getting ready to step up into a bigger stage, if you will, you mm-hmm. get ready to grow. The monkeys are going to come back. Sure. Okay. So we're just quieting the monkey. So it's an ongoing, but it becomes fun because you make fun of it. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So, um, so tell me now what your, um, what your best and most fun thing is that you do for work. Like, what do you, what are you focused on now? I know you're doing, you do a few things. If I look at your website, there's many different things that you're, that you're able to do that you've trained in that you're doing. What are you doing now? My best is helping women entrepreneurs identify and release their money baggage. I help them expand their money container. So they're comfortable bringing in the money that they deserve and they desire. Because unfortunately, a lot of women do not charge their value. They do not charge their worth. So helping them be okay with that. Helping them, like I said, expand their money container so they're able to attract Mm -hmm. what they desire. And it's not, I mean, it may seem like it's about money, but it really isn't. It's about the bigger purpose. And do you work best one-on-one do you work in groups do you how do you um... one-on-one definitely absolutely um a lot of stuff i gotta say you know everybody's business is going to be different Mm -hmm. so it's just helping them i do have some group programs but um but yeah one-on-one is really because they're able to shift so quickly okay so the other piece that i find amazing about you is what a connector you are and a networker and through our mutual um connection with virtual team uh networks um where i do a lot of networking and i know you've been a a resource for a lot of people in that and you've brought a lot of people to that um uh organization um what would you say your maybe top three tips are about building relationships through networking and the kinds of networking that we're doing now, which is on screen, of course, most of the time. I would say don't judge a book by its cover. Okay. Get to know the person, right? Because you don't know. You don't know one, where they what what they've achieved, what they even if they're in transition, you still don't know their Rolodex. Right. So don't discount them if they're in transition, because a lot of people are in transition right now. Don't discount the Rolodex. Yeah, that's and you know, set set up set up a twenty minute conversation where you get to learn more about how you can collaborate. Mm -hmm. Right, it's not always about what what can I get, but how you can collaborate. Mm -hmm. What resources can you share with me? Mm -hmm. We all have resources we can share, right? So it's right. So you just made me think of something though that I've heard two schools of thought. I'm usually of the same school of thought as you just mentioned, which is set up an, an, like take it offline, set up a proper one-on-one 
20 minute chat, whatever with the person. I like to be able to see them because it helps me. I'm a visual person, but um, I've heard other people who, you know, um, are pretty established in what they do say, don't waste your time doing those calls, have some kind of a pre, uh, uh, pre qualifying um, form or something that helps you get to the right people or they get to you or whatever so that you're not wasting that time. Now, I don't think it's a waste of time, but we only have so much time. I, I totally agree with that form when it comes to potential clients, right? When it comes to potential clients, I want to pre-qualify them. I don't want to have too many calls. But when it comes to potential power partners. Ah, okay. Explain that a little bit to my audience. Right. So that's why when, when I go to networking, I'm not looking for them to refer me a client. Right. I'm looking, how can we create a win-win situation? How can, you know, and, and you talk about this, right? How can we build a relationship? And because of that, and I, I, think, I think I've been booked on five podcasts so far. Right. Because like, oh, you'll be great at this. Oh, you, you know, and all of these have been because of the relationships. So it's about what you want to, you know, I want to be of service. I want to really share this with as many people as possible. So when you're networking, what's the intention? If you're there to get business, great. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But be intentional about that. If you're there to find your golden geese, your golden, whatever that may be for you, which is also a power partner, then be intentional because it is worth the 20 minutes to have a conversation. And we're gonna really, and, and this is something that I've been practicing, I've been doing. One conversation is not enough. You, mm-hmm. Dad, is you and I are a perfect example. We've had several conversations, right? It takes a while. Yeah. Think of a power partner as dating. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna get married on the first date. That's right. Right? And, and it's about the relationship and it's about finding what they have, what I have, and how we may be able to come together. Mm -hmm. I know I always tell people that, um, and and it's through those initial conversations um, that I start to feel more comfortable about whether I will actually introduce that person to someone who's already in my database that knows, likes, and trusts me, because I don't want to send them someone who is not a fit. I want to make sure that it works both ways. And so I, I do, um, I do try to like, I'm not, Oh, you need to speak to zone. So not right away. I have to work at both sides. I don't know whether you do that or not, but I do absolutely. Because this is your, your relationships, right? And you're protected. We're protected for our relationships. I'm not going to send somebody reputation, right? Right. I'm not going to send somebody with you to you unless I already know what they're really walking, wanting. If they're tire kickers, yeah, or if they're takers, right? That's not a fit, no. right? Now I have found a way for those exact situations where I'm able to bring them together into a Zoom and we just make it again a 20 minute call with right? you because, with you on the call, right? The three of us, mm. the three of us. We have a three-way call. We bring it on Zoom. We share a little bit about what, and that takes the pressure off of me yes. because if they connect, great. If not, we've only invested 20 minutes. Yeah, that's a great idea. Thank you for that. That's- and also the thinking, right? Because it does take a lot of time. And even writing the email introductions takes a lot of time, Yeah. right? So how can we make it easier and faster? Mm-hmm. Can you set up one day out of the month 
It doesn't have to be, but you do it consistently on a regular basis, right? One day out of the month when you set up three calls, 20 mm -hmm. minutes, three calls, that's going to be six people. That's great, actually. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know that that's what you have. And if they connect, great. If they don't, that's one hour that you invested. Right, right. That's, that's really good. I want to go back to the intuitive piece a little bit because that fascinates me. So when you are... Is, are you an empathic then? Is that what they call it? When Well, I'm a, a really combo because, um, like I said, I'm able to hear, see, and feel. Mm -hmm. So um, if, if I'm like out in public or whatever, even on Zoom, I know where people's energy is blocked. Okay. Do you know where mine's blocked? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that she puts me on the spot, folks. Of course. So I'm able we could do it separately, but I'm fascinated by that. Yeah, uh, we're, I'm able to see where and um, which makes it a lot easier. So, and this is something that I've had since I was eight. Yeah. Right. So it's been a long time. I didn't want to be that weird kid. So I turned off the gifts. Oh. Oh, yeah. I purposely did it because uh -huh. I remember very clearly that somebody was making fun of a relative, which I'm okay with people making fun. She was not invited to any family gatherings, mm -hmm. right? And I remember thinking, oh, no, I can't let that happen to me, right? So mm -hmm. I remember I was eight, and I was like, oh, no, no, I better not say anything about this. So I shut them off. I shut off the gifts. And um, then I went on my spiritual journey after my divorce. Because mm -hmm. my former husband was a non-believer, right? So it's very difficult to talk about your gifts when that other person doesn't believe. Totally get that. Yeah. Right. So that didn't work. But after my divorce, um, so, and I have over 15 healing certifications, right? So mm -hmm. that's been, what I was uh, alluding to on your website. You have a lot of healing um, yeah. certifications. I just kept going because I kept thinking like, okay, there, is there more? Is there more? So I think I'm done now. <laughs> um, maybe one more and that's it. I'm, we're good. Yeah. So all these gifts are just coming together to help me. So it's very quick, it's very fast. When the person is ready, they're just ready, right? They're ready to make the shift. They don't understand why, they just know. You know, especially women, they're tired, they're overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. They haven't increased their price in two years. Yeah. That's, right, it's about helping them see their value, their worth. One of my clients, in, in, and I have this in tos testimonial, you can check out my website, increase her um, price by 400%. And, and still got business or more business. She definitely, yeah. right? And also when you do that, right? And I'm not saying we all need to do that. Her price was very low mm -hmm. um, to begin with. Mm -hmm. But as women, I, I have found that we tend to charge ourselves. We don't charge enough. No, I agree. I'm one of those people. And I'm going through that right now. So we do need to talk. And the other thing about that is that um, when you raise your prices, you're attracting a different uh, audience, right? It's just- Absolutely. Yeah. And so. that's the fun, right? And I'm not saying we cannot help everybody. Not only do you attract a different type of clientele, which are a lot easier to work with because mm -hmm. you're vibrating higher, but then that also gives you the ability because you're bringing that money in, then you can go gift your service to whoever you want. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that we're all gonna do that, but that gives us the freedom. Yes to go in and volunteer somewhere or give money away or, yeah. you know, whatever it is that we need to do. And so it's about having, 
you know, that freedom, not just the time, right? The, yeah. the time and increasing your prices are going to help you do that, which I think is amazing. So do you think that everybody needs everybody? I mean, that, that women in business, entrepreneurs, business owners, do you think that everyone in that situation needs a coach? I believe absolutely positively we should all have a coach at some type of coach. You don't always need a healer, right. but you, we should all have a coach because listen, right now I'm working. I'm, I'm not going to say, cause it's rather embarrassing. Um, but I'm, <laughs> well, I know you're I, involved in a big coaching thing right now. I am. I'm part of a coaching program. I'm actually part of, gosh, I'm part of three coaching programs. Wow. Okay. Right. All for different things. All for different things. Okay. Right. I'm very, very much continuing to do my personal development. That's really great because it helps me. I, I'm doing one for business mm -hmm. and I'm doing another one for a very specific purpose. So, and I do get, we get to jump on calls, even though it's a group program, we get to jump on calls and we have one-on-one -on -one talks with people. Right. So the coach is there and maybe there's 10 of us or maybe there's 20 of us and we get to actually one on one feedback. Mm -hmm. But I, I believe whether it's in a group, whether it's a one on one, we cannot see our own blind spots. Let's be honest. We can't. It's true. And in order for us to get to the next level, what, it doesn't matter where you are financially. What got you here? It's not the same person that's going to get you where you want to go. Mm -hmm. You're going to need the support. You're going to need a guidance, whether it's a mastermind, right? But we all need that. Otherwise, you would have reached that destination much, much faster. Right. right. So I believe that we all need a coach, accountability, some type of mastermind where people, let's, let us be honest, where people are calling us on our blind spots. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. So, um, uh, you have a phrase on your website about transcending abundance. Can you speak to that? Yeah. So I believe, again, we go back to the gifts, right? The gifts that were given to us, whatever those limiting beliefs, it's about sending them back, transcending them, wow. acknowledging that they're not ours and just giving them back. Okay. Evaporating. I, can you imagine just allowing that to be evaporate? I, I love that, right? Because they were not ours. And for us to build and create the identity of the person that is going to achieve what we want. It's all about identity. Okay. Now, I know you said, and, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but I know you said that you started your journey after your divorce. Now you have two sons. Do either of them have your gifts? Very good question. Uh, we all have the gifts. Let's face it. We all have the gifts. Uh, we all have the intuition. I call it intuition. Yeah. Uh, one of them has it stronger than the other one. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and similar to me, he's not ready to take on that journey. Okay. And so, um, you know, I'm having, not only is he not ready, <laughs> this is, is going to be really fun. Not only is he not ready, but we have, I have not worked with him. So I haven't done a session with him okay. where my other son, we do a session, you know, like every few months. Uh -huh. okay. So I've offered the sessions to both of them. Uh, yeah. And I keep saying, listen, my prices are increasing. I just, I think you need to jump on board right now. <laughs> and my smarty ass um, child is like, 
we we know, mom. You 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 know you're gonna. But yeah, so one of them doesn't really understand or believe um, because we've not done a session together where my other son does. But okay. the one that's not ready to open up that door, okay. that window, um, definitely much. He does have these gifts, and it, you know, I mean, it's his journey. It's about when he's ready. Yeah, um, we'll see what he does with them. Interesting. That's awesome. Um, are you a, a reader or a podcast listener or an audiobook person? Totally audiobook. Um, I have, yeah. I normally average about 55 books a year. Wow. Okay. That's like, a lot of them I'd listen to. Yeah. And um, this year, I don't think I'm going to do that because I'm, this year I'm actually, that's a great question. This year I plan on going back and reading my favorite books from last year. Oh, that, that brings up a whole other topic for me, which I'll just touch on, which is, you know, I, I know like with my husband, he can watch a movie 14 times. I'm like, you've seen it once, like go on. There's more, there's other things to see. And it's the same thing for me with books. As much as I think there are some books I would probably benefit from reading again, I keep thinking, but there's new ones and I'm not that fast a reader. So I just always wonder about that. That's interesting. I actually do speed read. Oh, with the... Yep. Oh, good for you. I never did take that course. I, I've taken a couple of courses on it. Um, so I do, I'm able to do that one. And two, I like audios, right? Yeah. So I treat myself to maybe 20 minutes, yeah. 30 minutes yeah. um, to the audio. And I actually, I'm talking about being nerdy. Um, I, I, listen, I have the hard copy and then I'm listening and then I go back and forth. It was like, I don't remember reading that. And of course, <laughs> exactly. so, um, but no, I, I believe with the going back, I, I agree, um, is that I am a different person today than I was six months ago. So I'm able to take in things differently. And, and I set the intention. My intention is to learn something new and different, to, right? Something new, something that I didn't know. So I'm probably going to be, my list this year is probably going to be very small because I plan on reading, you know, like I said, I have five books and I'm going to read them over and over and over again. So can you share those? Oh, absolutely. Uh, are you kidding? <laughs> um, Joseph Murphy, The Power of the Subconscious Mind. Okay. And you can pick it up on YouTube. Okay. Uh, the Wisdom of uh, Florence Shovel Shin Scoble. Um, it, powerful. There's about five books. They're all part of one. It's a six-hour audio. Uh, I'm phenomenal. I just I believe it. And dollars flow to me. Mm. So they, they may seem like a bit. Um, Joseph Murphy, The Power of Subconscious Mind, because you can apply that to anything. You can apply that to health. Mm -hmm. You can apply that to any part of your life. So that would be my number one. If I if you can only have time to read one, Joseph Murphy, The Power of the Subconscious Mind, check it out on YouTube. It's phenomenal. Nice. So you don't, you don't read novels? Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. I am a mystery geek. I know I'm going to date myself here, no. um, but I still like Columbo. Um, okay. I know. <laughs> yeah. So you, yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so... I think I'm going to um, wrap this up by asking you one of my favorite questions. So my favorite word is curiosity. And I am a curious person 
and I'm curious about lots of things. And I'm just, I'm curious to know your take on it and what you are most curious about, if anything. I, oh God, yes. I've been a curious child from very, very, very early on. I always wanted to know how it worked. Yes. Or I always, I always wanted to learn. So when my kids were younger, we celebrated different holiday traditions. So oh. we did the Christmas and then we did the Hanukkah and then we did the Kwanzaa and then we did, we, so we celebrate because I wanted them to understand how other, so I've always been curious, but I say, if I had to be curious, I'm mostly curious about food. Oh, oh, oh yes. You're, you bake too, right? <laughs> Your father was a baker. Um, and uh, yes. And you're, uh, you're a good uh, chef. I think I, understand. I am. I am. I am a, a, an amazing chef and a phenomenal baker. Um, I love very it. intimidating when I started baking because my dad is a great baker, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. I was intimidated about that. So that's another hurdle. But no, it, I think the food, because then you get to learn so much, not only how that they prepare food, you know, what's, the, so I mean, food, I think we can learn so much by learning how other people cook, you know, what are some of the traditions around what? In different cultures, you mean? you mean different cultures? Different cultures with their different foods. Yeah, different cultures. Yeah. Very good. Well, this has been fascinating. I love the opportunity to listen to you and have you share some things um, about your world. And I so appreciate that, Chella. And uh, where can my audience find you? Should they uh, want ChellaDiaz.com. My website is the best thing. We made it very easy, Chella Diaz. And I also have a business page, uh, Facebook on Chella. Just Chella and ChellaDiaz.com. Perfect. I will put that in the show notes. And again, it was a delight to have you on the podcast. And I, I so appreciate knowing you and uh, look forward to our next conversation. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. This was fun. And thank you, audience. I appreciate you too. And I want you to all remember, uh, if you get a chance to drop a, a review in the, uh, on the platform where you listened to this podcast and remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.